Now streaming on Not the Podcast You Deserve. Ooh, welcome to episode 122, the first October podcast of 2022. It is the spooky season, and we are Not the Podcast You Deserve. With me, as always, is Drew Crawford, supposedly handsome. I feel like we've run that bit down. Do we want to continue with it, or do we want to just go ahead and call (laughs) him handsome? Yeah, He's aged in might have been something to talk about before we started recording. I don't know. Nope. It's just me. Yeah, that salt and peppery look on your temples just you're handsomer now. You've you've aged into your handsomeness. And we have also with us executive producer Kyle Cox. What do y'all think of the spooky theme we're going for here? I'm not sure I like the it. Halloween season. Okay. <laughs> oh, I think it's funny that we're not big scary movie people. <laughs> yeah, that's also fair. That's also fair. Well, I think I'm going to start a scary movie marathon this year. I'm going to buckle down and hit all the big ones. Ooh, I can get you some of my favorites. This will be fun. Yes. All right, Kyle, you think I, about I those. I could be down for that. Well, Crawford. What? I'm sorry. What? <laughs> Crawford. Yeah. I, I understand that there's a big gap in my lexicon of movies that are scary in nature and i'd like to fix that and Ooh, okay. i won't do it unless i feel compelled okay uh, by being you know a true member of this podcast so i, I could be down for some scary movie homework assignments let me put a list together yeah let me we've do this got, for us let me do this got, for us <laughs> we've got a scarathon ahead of us well i feel like there's going to be some big uh, influences from your wife. I know she's the scary movie fan. <laughs> she is. Yes, that's not wrong. I'll maybe also sometimes listener, sometimes guest host Austin Chandler. Oh, nice. Ooh, good. Would your scare queen like to come on and and guest host our pod? You know, I've asked her two or three times, and she keeps saying, "Ha, no." So and that doesn't <laughs> hurt my feelings. So no big deal. I don't. I don't even care a little bit. Yeah, well, it's not even bothering me a little bit. <laughs> that's all that I have, and I know it's not a lot. So, Crawford, please pick up my slack. Sure. Yeah, I uh, also haven't been watching a whole ton, but one thing that was new that I started this week was um, a show on Netflix, Cyberpunk Edge Runners. It's mm. a new anime that came out. Okay. And I'm not the biggest of anime fans. I enjoy it very casually. Uh, so there are going to be people out there that, are going to have much better takes and opinions than me. But I do enjoy a good anime show from time to time, and this one looked kind of interesting, kind of set in a cyberpunk future, as the name would imply. Yeah. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> these people are all getting, like, cyberkinetic upgrades to their uh, human body to make them more bad. And you're following a young kid who, through circumstances outside of his control is kind of forced into this underworld of uh cyberkinetic superhumans hmm. and it's been kind of fun and interesting is this this is on... one that i definitely recommend the uh d- doing the subtitles for or sorry doing a dubbing for versus the subtitles because it's so fast-paced that i was reading the words and i didn't see anything that was going on screen <laughs> so I definitely needed the English dubbing. Is is this based on the Keanu Reeves video game? No. Oh, okay. Isn't that I, also I don't called think so. Cyberpunk 7000 or something? 
Yeah, it was called Cyberpunk 2049, I think. Okay, I wasn't close at all on the um, numbers. But that, that video game actually bankrupted that company. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. It w- it's been like the biggest flop in video games like ever. Because yeah, they yeah. basically made all these promises about what this game was going to be, then released it, and it like broke everything. Oh, wow. It never worked for anybody, and it was like... They were giving out refunds like within seventy two hours, Ooh. and the whole company basically dissolved. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah, less than ideal. Yeah, not not great, not great. But uh, that's about it for me because otherwise I've been watching the same things I talk about every week. You know, at some point I feel like pinking the brain. It's like, and what are we going to talk about this week? The same thing we talk about every <laughs> night. Try to take over the world. No, I've been watching Andor and been watching um, Andor what. Uh, (laughs) that's everybody reacting to this podcast great joke feel good about that uh been watching andor she hulk house the dragon uh peaky blinders like i talked about previously so just trying to get my way through all of these shows um i do like the episodic release of things it makes me feel like i'm a kid again waiting you know for the next episode of lost to come out and me and my family are all like, everybody shut up, it's Tuesday at 8. Yeah. <laughs> Don't talk to me. Heroes is um, a big one for my household. Yeah, big big time. But uh, at some point, I want to also be able to binge stuff again. So <laughs> sure. I want my cake, and I want to eat it, and I want your cake, and I also <laughs> want to eat your cake. So <laughs> somebody fu- fix that for me. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, what about you? What have you watched? Did y'all see the Deadpool 3 announcement? Which one? I feel like there's seven of them. There was, there was two, specifically. Oh. Oh. Uh, one was Ryan Reynolds sitting on a couch and being like, man, I'm so sorry I didn't make it to D23. You know, we, we, we've been working really hard on this new Deadpool movie. We, we only have this one idea, and it's not really ready for release. And then Hugh Jackman just kind of walks in the background, and he goes, hey, do you want to be in Deadpool 3? And he goes, sure, Ryan. And then he just walks <laughs> off. And then you get the Deadpool symbol with the claws slashing it yes. into threes, which uh, was great. And I was like, that's a joke. There's no way that's real. And then Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman released a, a separate one with them talking about the plot of the movie, but you can't hear anything they're saying and they're stabbing yeah. each other. And it is just, yeah. I can't, I'm so excited. I can't <laughs> wait. I don't know I, how they're going to pull that off, but I'm excited. I thought I saw a third one and I don't know if it was real or not. But it was like an extended cutscene of Deadpool in X Men Origins Wolverine. Oh like, yeah, I know they they did that in the the Deadpool two movie when he goes back in time. Yeah, but it's like they extended it and then added. The, I don't know. I couldn't tell if the audio was added in by like a fan or if it was like a really legit drop. I I also love that they are on all platforms. Like mm-hmm. I saw the second one you talked about with him and Hugh Jackman sitting on the couch together on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, wow, that's where I got this breaking news was LinkedIn. That's All funny. right, guys, you are crushing it. On the <laughs> that's funny. Uh, well, I saw three movies I want to talk to you guys about. One I hated, one I loved, and one I nothing. Um, <laughs> Blonde is the Anna de Armas as Marilyn Monroe biopic. Yeah. And it is, first off, she looks really almost exactly like Marilyn Monroe. And I say that, and then I'm not really sure I've ever seen Marilyn Monroe in anything other than a couple 
for those pictures with like her skirt blowing up in the wind or whatever. And uh, so I think that's what Marilyn Monroe looks like. I know for a fact that's not what Marilyn Monroe sounded like because she looks the part, but she sounds like Marion Cotillard throughout the whole movie, which is what I not what I remember <laughs> Marilyn Monroe sounding like. And she actually does a pretty good job, but any word that has an R in it, her accent just destroys, like her, her natural accent yeah. destroys the Marilyn Monroe accent she's trying to do, which is really sad because I feel like, I, I think I read she was with a, a vocal coach or a dialect coach for like two years preparing mm-hmm. for this role. And yeah. that's what it sounded like. Is it is it like she tried to go for the Marilyn Monroe accent or is it that she was just oh, kind of... Okay, so no, she yeah, wanted she def- to... And, and really it's not bad, but whenever there's a word with an R in it, like it's like, man, I'm back to myself. And that kind of mix between like the light, airy Marilyn Monroe plus yeah. the really strong... Uh, I'm not Rolling sure. of your R's. yeah. And it's to where it sounded like Marion Cotillard in every movie Marion Cotillard's in. Um, and it is, I watched this movie so that y'all wouldn't have to. Um, <laughs> it's not a good movie. It's trying so hard to be edgy and to be, I don't know. I don't know who would enjoy this movie. I can't think of one person I've ever met that I think would enjoy this movie. Um, so don't watch this movie. It's also extremely like... graphic and it doesn't have to be. It, there was no yeah, need for I it know, to be. I know that it got an NC-17 rating, which I was shocked by. Yeah. I didn't even know that they allowed you to release those movies. So, so I thought you had to go to like sketchy movie stores and like not look people in the eyes. So apparently they thought it was like going to be rated R. And then Netflix came back and were like, we have to rate this NC-17. It's too graphic. And Anna de Armas came out and she was like, I've seen way worse stuff in movies and TV shows that are out today that aren't even rated R. So that may be like, oh, like maybe it's not going to be that bad. Uh, BS on that statement. <laughs> it, no way. This movie needed to be NC-17, and it doesn't need to be seen by anybody. It's it's just graphic for the sake of being graphic. Um, and it's trying to be like artsy the whole time. It's not a good movie. Pass on Blonde. Um, do not expect to hear this on not the uh, Oscars you deserve later on in the year. Um, one movie that I saw that I absolutely loved, and I think it's an older movie, uh, was Nocturnal Animals, starring uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, Amy Adams, Army Hammer mm-hmm. before we knew he was a weirdo, uh, <laughs> Isla Fisher, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Michael Shannon, Laura Lee, and Whoa. Michael Sheen for like two scenes. Uh, <laughs> and it is a thriller uh, movie that is uh, also a little bit on the, uh, not also, it is also on the like heavily R-rated side. There is a four-minute opening of credits that is just passing by naked, obese women that are dancing. Yep. And uh, that was really tough for me to be like, okay, I don't know if I'm going to sit through the rest of this movie. And I did because of Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, And it is really, really good. It's an intense thriller. Um, I've always thought that Amy Adams and Isla Fisher looked like almost identical. And this movie kind of plays off on that thought. Um, it's a really good movie, and I really enjoyed it. It is tense. Um, it's not super scary, but it's it's a thriller. It's tense. Jake Gyllenhaal does an awesome job. Amy Adams gives a great performance. Um, Michael Shannon is always... I think he's a breath of fresh air because he's so different than what anybody else is doing. Um, and Aaron Taylor Johnson kills it in this movie. He does such a good job. Uh, so all in all, if you can get past Army Hammer, it's a good movie, and I would suggest <laughs> it. It is 
It is an R-rated movie. There's a lot of tough stuff that goes on in this movie, but it's a good time. So I actually saw that movie when it came out in theaters. Oh, okay. And I will say that opening credit scene you're talking about really set a a bad tone for me. Sure. Because I went with a bunch of people that we had no idea what we were getting into. And that happened and we were all just looking at each other like, should we go? Should we leave now? Or are we really going to sign up for another two hours of this? Um, And I do, I agree with a lot of things you just said. I thought Jake Gyllenhaal killed it. Uh, I thought Amy Adams was great. I thought the story was interesting. Yeah. And watching their characters uh, play, interact with each other um, as it as it goes on and the, the story that's being written back and forth. And also, yeah, I thought it was really interesting. Um, there did seem like several scenes where Tom Ford was like, I want to be really artsy right now. Yeah. And everyone's like, does this have anything to do with the story? And it's like, no. Yeah. I just want to make like social commentary with my directing and uh, you know some of the the screen time I'm showing, and it's like, all right, can we move on then? Sure. Or he's like, no, you have to stay in this for like four minutes. <laughs> it's part of yeah. the experience. Yeah, yeah, very much so. I, I don't know why he felt the need to give us four minutes of naked obese women. I don't. That had nothing to do with the movie. And there's also like two or three jump scares, which like are not necessary at all for storytelling purposes. Um, but yeah, all in all, Aaron Taylor Johnson in that movie, man, I really like him. I think he's, I don't like his character in the movie. He's a terrible person. But I think every time he's in a movie, he gives a really great performance, like Bullet yeah. Train. Um, so yeah, I would, I would uh, if you've got the night where you're like, I'd like to watch a suspenseful thriller, which there's not really a whole lot on the line, <laughs> which is weird to think about, uh, that's a good one to watch. And then one movie that I nothinged was Uncharted. I wrote down one note from Uncharted, and I said, it's not bad. So It's not. Looking back on it, I think it was a fun two hours. And Where did I don't you... think I'll watch it again, but yeah. Where did you watch it? It's on Netflix for free now. Okay. I think yeah. if you had saw it in a theater, you would have been sure. a notch above not bad. But it, yeah. there's nothing stellar stand out about it. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun time. I like dude, Tom Holland always gives us a fun time. Right. Right. That is a perfect plane movie to me. Oh yeah! <laughs> like, well, hey, clicking through the the free content. Oh, Uncharted. Couple guys I like in that. Sure, I'll watch that. Two hours. I was like, oh, you know what? Not upset. Could have taken a nap. Could have watched this movie. <laughs> Fair trade. Time not Fair wasted. trade. Yeah. I got yeah, a question and... for you, Kyle. A real test mm-hmm. of how how big of an Aaron Taylor Johnson fan you are. Okay. Is he going to get you in the theaters for Sony sequel? The Man, Craven the know, Hunter. I, I'll go see it because I think he's good. I, I again, what are they doing? Why would they cast the guy who is already in the MCU if they're trying to be a part of the MCU? I don't mm. really understand. Um, I don't really understand what they're doing. But yeah, I'll probably go see it just because that and because um, Craven the Hunter's Last Hunt is one of the coolest Spider-Man comics. Uh, oh, really? He, yeah, where he actually ends up killing Spider-Man. Um, <gasps> in it, it's pretty cool. And then he like becomes Spider Man, and then <gasps> Spider Man comes back from the dead. I just spoiled the whole thing. What? Uh, but it's a fun ride, and I don't think there's any way they can do that in the Sony verse, unless Andrew Garfield is showing I up. Say, so, it does yeah. not bode well for Andrew Garfield. No, no. 
Um, yeah, so I don't really know what they're doing or why they're doing what they're doing. But I guess, you know, we'll find out in time. Before we wrap up, Crawford, is there anything in Crawford's Corner this week? Crawford's Corner. Uh, it's funny you should mention that. We definitely have a Crawford's Corner this week. But it's also brought to you by Kyle Cox because <laughs> two of the trailers I watched, you sent to me. And I'd already seen one of them and then you told me to watch the other one. So um, you had some opinions about them that I wanted to address. One was Peripheral. And this movie looks bad. Oh, that's the Chloe Grace Moretz one? Yeah, yeah. I just love Chloe Grace Moretz. And it says by the mind-bending creators of Westworld. Does that mean that Jonathan Nolan is attached to this? (laughs) Probably Lisa Joy. everybody else except him? And that's what they're trying to get away with. Yeah, maybe. That movie looks like it's going to be bad. Or I guess that's a show, actually. Yeah, I think so. But... Regardless, it looks like it's going to be bad. And I like Chloe Grace Moretz, so I, I'll i probably give it a chance, but uh, I'm not, I don't have high hopes for it. The other one was The Menu, with so many famous people, including Ray Fiennes. And if you're at home going, I don't know who that is, it's Voldemort, and his <laughs> name is Rafe Fiennes, and I spent a lot of time looking up how to say his name, so... Let, let my homework, you know, feed you. It's called Ray Fines. And this looks very interesting. He's like the secluded uh, big name chef who people pay like all this money to come to this island and do this special experience that he has total control over the menu. And then as the, the dinner goes on, it seems not all is exactly as it seems. And they start hunting them, it looks like. Um it looks like it'll be suspenseful, but uh, lighthearted and funny at times. Uh, looks like it'll be kind of scary in action, but then also will like poke fun at itself. So I, I feel like it's going to be somewhere like Cabin in the Woods and or, uh, oh shoot, what was that other one? Kyle, you've talked about this before. The people are, are hunted, they're like prisoners that get hunted. It's like a most dangerous day, game type scenario. But anyway... Uh, it makes me feel like it's going to be along those lines, which I'm here for. Uh, and there the hunt, a lot of starring mm-hmm. Betty Gilpin. The hunt, yeah, nice. I thought Thank you were talking about Hard Target, starring Jean Claude Van Damme. No, okay. but Oof. I'm almost never talking about Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'm very excited for the menu. I think that'll be great. And this has been Crawford's Corner. Corner. Kyle's contribution in Crawford's Corner. Wow. That's the am best I alliteration in, I could think of. Am I in timeout during these segments? Is that <laughs> the, the narrative? This is the only way we can figure out like just it. to have a two-man show. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not a fan. <laughs> and over in Drew with a use uh, yeah, cul-de-sac. That's all I'm we got time for this week. Review a book. The podcast you deserve. If we miss something that we should be watching, feel free to reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram at NTPYD Podcast. Thank you for listening. This is not the podcast you deserve. <laughs>